Welcome back to your next stop. This is Juliette Hahn. We're going to do something a little different this summer. We're going to replay some of our favorite episodes. Don't forget to follow us on all podcast players at your next stop. Don't forget to see some of the live shows that we have done on Fireside. And don't forget to follow me at I am Juliette Hahn on most socials or at Juliette Hahn. You can find my website at IamJulietteHahn.com. Have a great summer and enjoy some of these favorite episodes from your next stop. This episode is brought to you by Together Women Rise. Together Women Rise is dedicated to ensuring that every woman and girl has the opportunity to live freely, pursue her dreams, and reach her full potential. They are a powerful community of women and allies engaged in learning, giving, and community building. Please visit Together Women Rise at togetherwomenrise.org to learn more and to join them. Have you ever been listening to your favorite podcast and that moment comes up and you think, oh my gosh, I need to share it? Well, now you can with Picked Cherries. What I love about Picked Cherries so much is that when I'm listening to my favorite podcast and that moment comes up that I want to share, I can take a snippet, which is called a Picked Cherry, and I can send that to my friends and family so they can get involved in the podcast that I love. It's almost like sending an IG or a TikTok available now, iOS and Android. If you're not picking cherries, are you really listening to podcasts? Hey guys, welcome to the Love What You Do series. I am so pumped for my next guest for a number of reasons. She's going to take us through her journey of how she followed a passion. But the other thing is she has a white boxer and all of you guys know I am obsessed with boxers. So welcome, Carla. How are you? Hi, thanks for having me. I am so obsessed with boxers as well. <laughs> I mean, how can you not be, right? They're always puppies and they always want to play and they you can't be mad at them ever. So <laughs> No, and you know what? I have three outside right now because we're puppy sitting. So I have my two and then a third one and they're literally out. I have them behind the door like they're not in my room and they're like, what the hell, mom? They're not happy. <laughs> I have one and I really want a second one, but my husband's like, no more. <laughs> right. You know what? I get it. It took me a while to get the second one and I have to say, having two too, is easier for me because there's times where we just had another snowstorm. I can't take the three out because it's so icy. It's not good for them, but they'll play during the day together. So it's not like I have to do it because, you know, they have so much energy, right? Yeah. yeah, no, that's awesome. That's a perfect excuse, actually. I'm going to tell my husband that and see if, yes. it, if, if it works. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Okay. So Carla Rivera, can you share your quote first, please? So my quote is, be yourself because everyone else is already taken. And I love the quote because whether you're yourself on social media or you're representing a brand, it's so easy to jump on different trends or copy what other people are doing or just do it before you know what it means. So for me, it's really important because you just need to stay authentic and stay unique to you. <laughs> oh, to oh, totally. Oh, my gosh. I love that. So mine Thanks. is again, it's another social media thing. Don't use social media to impress people. Use it to impact people. And that is Dave Willis. I love it. And that, again, I feel like, you know, since you're going to talk to us about your journey with social media and where you are, I figured it was just a perfect quote to kind of marry the two. And I love your quote because it's so true. People do try to follow people on social media. And it's like, you know what, guys, just you got to do you because you're not connecting with the right people. Yeah, it's crazy because people get really lost into trends or what they have to be, whether they have to be this perfect person, perfect body image, perfect face all the time. And 
you don't have to be that. And social is meant for organic and authentic content. But I love your quote because a lot of people use social media to impress other people like look at me on my private jet or look at me on this instead of adding value. And there's a lot of people ripping other people apart. And I think being impactful and being positive, being that voice that everybody needs to hear is, is very beneficial and impactful on social. Totally. Okay, so Carla, I would love to hear about where you were, how you got to what you're doing, and so just tell us your journey, and then we can start from there. It was crazy. So I actually never would have imagined I was going to be in social, although I feel like I was always training for it because I was always into listening to music and kind of tinkering with it on computers or even editing photos into videos and putting music behind it. So I feel like I was always training for it without knowing, but I was on a different mission. I was going to be in the FBI at some point in my life. I'm like, this is what I'm going to be. I'm going to be an analyst because all those, you know, secret agent series were really popular back when I was in high school. So I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. I just want that FBI badge. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I have friends who are actually in there now. We we, we started studying together and, and she's actually an FBI agent now. And it's awesome. But I just somewhere in the way, um, it is a two year interview process. So somewhere along the way, I fell in love with media. My first experience was working in the presidential elections as part of the state party here in Florida. And I just saw the impact that social media had like in 2008. And right. it, was, it was huge. And that led me to go work for a university who wanted to start their social media from the ground up. And I just loved it. It was so deep and complex and always changing and evolving keeps you on your toes and you kind of you have to use your creativeness and your uniqueness in order to really make an impact and I just fell in love with it and I couldn't get enough of it so um, now it's been 13 years <laughs> oh wow 13 years okay so you you were in the middle of the FBI training and then you decided you know what I still enjoying this but this is kind of pulling me to this passion a little bit more yeah. So I was towards the end of my two year interview process and I just had one more thing to do and I was pretty much a shoe in. And I was like, do I really want to leave this now and go for a job that I don't have any idea what the experience will be like? It's very competitive. Right. Um, I had a By then I had a 10 month baby. So I'm like, I don't know that I'm going to have the time to dedicate and be that competitive for something I'm not even sure I'm going to love when I'm already in love with social media and communications. So that's where I was like, let me just go this way. And I, I feel like there's so much to do so much to learn. And I don't think social media is going anywhere. So I'm glad I stuck with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause so I want to take like one step back. So you were almost finished. Yeah. Now, did you, yep. did you struggle? Were you like feeling guilty that you were leaving this or was it like so clear to you that, nope, this is what I need to do? It was extremely clear. I felt bad because I had a huge support system. So my friend that I went to school with, her husband was in the FBI already and he was helping me through this journey and his support was amazing. So I felt guilty for him because he was supporting me so much. So I ended up making a big batch of cookies and dunking them in chocolate and making a huge cookie with chocolate covered cookies and a bouquet. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Thank you for all your help. But I know this is the right decision for me in my life. So and he was gracious about it. And we're still friends to this day. She is one of my besties. And it was just it was very clear to me. I didn't hesitate. I realized that at one point I just wanted that badge, you know, just flash it around. <laughs> so I wasn't sure if I was going to be happy. And I already knew social media and communications did it for me. So which I love because there's so many women. I mean, that's what I think of, like so many women that go through the training or they go to law school or they, you know, yeah. go to uh, medical school and then they realize I don't love this. This was someone else's dream. This was my parents dream or someone else's or this is what I thought I had mm -hmm. to do. And they really struggle with it. And some of them yeah. just go into it because it's like, I don't know what else to do. So I love that. And, you know, I say God, but like, you know, the universe or God interfered and was like, you know what? No, Carla, this is what I want you to do. And really 
spoke to you. So that is amazing. Okay. So you decided to say bye to the (laughs) FBI. And then did you open up your agency right away? Like how did, how did it go? So no, I actually worked for um, a university, helped them build their social media from the ground up. And that helped me because I saw the intricacies of dealing with a big brand, a global university. They have campuses in China and Nicaragua. I actually had to travel to Nicaragua. It was amazing, but it helped me understand from a branding perspective, what a company needs in order to make you know, strategy and data and all that stuff, how it combines in order to create a better strategy for the future. So it helped a lot. And then from there on, I went into the healthcare industry. Right. And I've been there for five years now. I'm still there. And right now I'm still doing social. I'm managing about 18 accounts right now. But one of my focuses has also evolved into personal branding and social media. So I'm helping people utilize social media as well for their personal brands, which is mind blowing how I've never done this before. Um, right. Just a couple of years ago, <laughs> I started working on my own and I'm like, why didn't I ever do this before? Like all we do is post like our meals on Instagram or a picture of us having fun. But you can actually show case your expertise and and also make an impact like a positive impact by posting motivational inspirational things for others which we need more of on social <laughs> right which oh my gosh I love that okay so the university you went from there and they kind of got it up and running so do you still yeah. do work for them so I don't but I evolved into the hospital industry and now I work for a hospital inside a university and their medical school got as it. well so I have both sides of best worlds I love it I've always been infatuated with with medicine as well. I feel like I got to where I was meant to be because I used to watch all those plastic surgery shows. Right, right. Which my husband hates because I'll put it on TV. He's like, stop it. I want to see all that. Right. (laughs) So it's actually been interesting and it has opened my eyes to this industry, which has a lot of policies and a lot of regulations that you have to be careful with on social media. And I think the challenge is what really drew me closer to that. But yeah, I, I have helped small businesses as well along the way. So I can't say the hospital industry is my only focus, right. but I do, I do love it. And it's very dear to me. And right now I'm so excited about being able to help doctors with their personal branding, but it's so funny how social has evolved you right, know, throughout totally. the 13 years. So, and that's what I love about it. You're never bored. You're never tired. It's always changing. Now we have clubhouse, for example, we didn't have that right. just a couple of years ago, so, which is where we met. That is totally where we met. And that's where I'm meeting so many women. So what is your favorite social media platform to work with? It changes ever so often. So right now I've been focusing my efforts on Instagram because I wasn't really working on that so much. I was focusing mostly on Twitter for a different reason. I think it depends on your goals. So for example, Twitter, I use more to network with, for example, the doctors that I've been training, or I put out news articles that I'm really interested in, or or I find interesting or share articles that I've written. So I've been using Twitter for that. But Instagram is so fun because between the reels and the stories and just the interaction and how creative people are, I feel like it entertains me the most. So it draws most of my time there. I mean, it makes sense why Twitter would be what your focus was before, because that's the industry that you were really serving. Yeah. And I know I mentioned already small businesses, but that's kind of where the podcast came into hand because we still like during the pandemic, for example, we saw that a lot of small businesses were closing down because of all the issues they were having with everything in quarantine. So a friend of mine from my graduate's degree, we got together and we're like, why don't we just do a podcast? I know we're both busy doing social media for like she's also from the university side. So but we feel like we have all this knowledge and we have some businesses who are also hurting, then we started the podcast to help give pointers and tips on that. Stay tuned for a quick message from my sponsor. 
Hi, my name is Shari Hodes, and I'm the president of Aura Limited, a proud all-women-owned brand marketing and global sourcing agency. Simply put, we provide fashion-forward swag for any and all of your branding needs. Please visit us at www.auralimitedspelledout.com. Well, why don't you talk about what, what is your podcast name so people, like if anyone's listening that has a small business or knows, and then you can go into your tip for personal branding. Okay, great. So the podcast that we started is called Naturally Social Podcast because we were trying to take it back to the basics. We know a lot of companies are struggling and they might not have the funds to really put into a very big marketing campaign for social. So we're trying to use a growth hacking mentality to help companies really get their reach and start networking with other local companies and, and see how they can help each other. So it's called Naturally Social podcast. It's pretty much found everywhere. iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes. We just launched it. So it's a baby. Yeah, I was just going to say. It's an infant. (laughs) And that's why I love doing these interviews because I learned a little bit about you. I did not know about the podcast, you know, because I I wanted you to share the story about it. When did you start? It's been a couple months, right? So when we actually started, the idea came to us one evening. She was over here. We kind of broke a little bit of the quarantine rules. (laughs) We we both get tested often. So we're like, come over. We're going to watch The Social Dilemma. And then we're like, why is The Social dilemma so negative towards social media instead of thinking that the people who are using it might be the ones that are having the issues and not social because there's such a big positive impact that social can make so totally we got into this conversation and then went into this rabbit hole about all the businesses that were suffering because of the pandemic and how social organically can help people still it's not obsolete so we kind of went into this rabbit hole and came up with the idea the concept the name and it sounds super easy it's just that once you start getting to work on it it takes a couple months to get it it does. I know. That's right. It's like, oh, wait, we got to do this and that. I know. That's. I had my yes. idea. And then it took like, it's like two months to get everything up and running. And yes. So we're really excited about it. We're hoping the purpose of it is really just to help and give advice because we know small businesses, a lot of the time it's that one person who's doing the product or making this, doing the service that they're providing, doing the accounting, and they don't always think of all the things that they can be doing on social as well. So we're hoping that it gives them a couple of tips here and there that might be helpful. That's perfect. And it also makes sense sense for you to do what what you're doing for your work. It's just giving you another platform to share information. And that's what's so beautiful about podcasting and social media. Like I've always been one that's like, I love that I've connected with people from back in my high school that I like lost touch with. And I love that I can put a message out there. I love that I can help women kind of get unstuck and take the next step to do something if they're feeling stuck in their life. So I've always found it very positive. You know, I do have kids and I could see we obviously talk to our kids because my business is on social media. So when they were younger, well, can I get this app? I'm like, no, what are you what, what are you sharing on that app? I was like, you, there's <laughs> yes. nothing that you need to be telling anyone. And I know your friends have it and they're like just putting their face. It's weird. Like you don't need to do it. They understood that. But yeah. there is a lot. And if you talk to your kids through it and talk about the importance of it and not to get sucked in the rabbit hole, I think it's, you know, it's such an important thing. So I love that you're taking the next step with your brand and doing a podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And I have to say, when you mentioned kids, your intro is so funny. It, it just spoke to me because I, I heard your episodes a couple episodes before and it had the mom, mom, mom intro. <laughs> that is just how my kids are. So it was so funny. I was like, OK, she's one of me. <laughs> how many children do you have? I have two. I have two in my boxer. They're both boys. So my boxer's a girl. And that's how I keep everybody calm about me having another one. I'm like, no, I have a girl. Her name is right. Lulu. She's my white boxer. I'm good. She's the best. How old is she? She's four. Oh, my gosh. Boxers. Okay, Before we go down a rabbit hole about boxers, I do want you to give your tip, your number one tip that you can offer for personal branding. 
Okay, so a lot of people don't know what personal branding is, so I always say it's your basically your online reputation. It's an opportunity for you to have a say about what's out there about you. So, for example, whether you're a community leader or you're just a simple person like me working in a hospital or whatever, you want to showcase your expertise because your work is not going to do that for itself anymore. It's a noisy atmosphere and people are already working on this. So I like to tell people, if you don't work on your personal brand, you're leaving your opportunities to your loudest competitor. So instead of using social media just to post, like I said earlier, meals or, or your drinks or you're having fun, take advantage and have it work for you as a tool. Yep. So when you invest time into your social media to talk about what you're doing or give value to the community, which also showcases your expertise, that time that you're investing is gonna make social media work for you. So whether you're looking for a next career move or if you're looking to like go as a speaker somewhere, it's going to help you a lot more than if you didn't have that footprint for yourself. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And it's simple to start. It's it's usually simple. It's like I always tell people do an audit, like ask yourself two questions. What do you want your image to say about you and what do you want to be known for? Not just immediately, but your long term goals. Those two questions help me when I post something to make sure it's not going against that. So it helps me keep out of political discussions. It helps me keep out of like right. Twitter wars. <laughs> so I always say if you have those two questions answered, that's going to help you come up with your content strategy and then just audit your social media accounts, everything that's public and see what they say about you and make sure that they go in line with what you want to be known for. I love that. Can you repeat those two things again, just so my listeners, so they don't have to go back? Yes. So what do you want your image to say about you and what do you want to be known for? And you usually have a couple buckets between both of them, which helps you, you know, what kind of things do I want to be posting? Right. And I have to say, like, so everyone that follows me knows that I have two Instagram accounts because I'm a virtual coach. I'm actually coming out with a virtual online cool. workshop shortly, but I also have my podcast. And this year I'm really focusing on the podcast aspect of it because of this Love What You Do series. I have just been put in touch with so many women like yourself that followed their passion and followed their dream. And I just want to get that word out. So it's like, it's funny because people know, like if I ask people, they're like, oh, you love your dogs. I'm like, yes. yes. <laughs> and you love helping women. And so that is really important to know. And, you know, some people will say, well, how do you know? And you just, you have to sit and kind of stew in it and figure it out. And don't be scared to test things, right? I mean, I tell people all the time that will ask me, don't be scared to test things because if you're not doing something, you're not getting your message out anyway. So you just have to do something, see what works and see what doesn't. That's exactly right. And I love that about you. When I saw that you had reached out to me about the podcast, I when I looked you up and saw your podcast and how you're pushing people up and, and especially women, it's, it's something that's so necessary right now. I mean, I just remember just a few years ago, it was all about stabbing people in the back and getting wherever you're going. And I just love when I see somebody that's actually doing something positive and helping empower women, for example. And I've listened to a couple of the women that you've had on and they're amazing stories. So it's great that you are able to spotlight that and highlight these women. Well, that's the thing that's so thank you for saying that. I appreciate it because it is really cool, like hearing the stories and then just being like, wow, you know, some of the guests, um, what they've been through and where they've gone. Yeah. And you don't have to have a backstory, right? Not everyone has a rough backstory, but there's still people like yourself that, you know, had the FBI that you were like going two years in, you had your all your eggs in that bucket, but you realized, you know what? Oh, this might not be. And I love that you said that you had a 10 month old at the time. And realistically, you were like, am I going to be able to do both of those? 
goes the way I want to do. And so I love that yeah. you decided, you know what, I think it's really a special message for women to hear because we can do it all, but we don't have to all the time. Yeah. I had somebody tell me something once a long time ago, and it's always been in the back of my mind. And what they said is you can do what you love, but you just have to make sure you give your heart to that and you're going to be fine. That's so, so, so true. And I think I had talked about in one of my podcasts when I was ready after my first child. And I knew I always wanted to be a mom. I babysat. I was a nanny. I love, love children. And I always wanted to be a mom. But I also loved that I had the opportunity to go back to work, right? Back in the day, it wasn't always like that. I have a very supportive husband. And the thing that I loved, I remember I was sitting there and I I really knew I wanted to stay home, but I didn't want to let anyone down. You know, being a female, mm -hmm. I didn't want to let anyone yeah. down. I didn't want to be like, well, no, I'm just going to because my son's 15 years old. So it was the movement of women were doing it all. But I knew myself and I was not going to do it all very well. I would do it all. I would be running around with my head cut off. And I'm the type of person that when I am doing something, I'm 100 percent in. And how mm -hmm. would I be traveling with my job? Because it was a job that I traveled all over the place, having a baby, being a wife and being a friend, a sister, whatever, a, a daughter. I literally was like, I don't think I'm going to I don't want to put a negative spin on this. And my sister said to me because she had the baby at the same time and she was going back to work. But one day a week she was going to go into the office and she said to me, what's going to make you a better mom and wife staying home or going to work? And I was like, oh, my God, staying home. She's like, you just answered your question. And I was like, oh, you're so right. And I remember just the stress being lifted off of me being like, OK, you're right. That makes sense. So that is something that I want women to know. Like you can do it all. But if you want to stay yeah. home and you have the opportunity to stay home, do it. And then when there's a time in your life that you want more, then you can do something. And that's what I did with my life. I stayed home for many years. I volunteered. I did things. But then I was like, I want more. That's where the podcast came in. That's where the virtual stuff came in. So That's amazing. I know the feeling of traveling with children. I had to do that for a couple of years and it was hard. Like whenever you're out of town, they have a fever and you feel like completely helpless. Totally. Right. Yeah. So I love that you shared your story, Carla. Thank you so much. Can you <laughs> let everyone know where to find you? Sure. So my Instagram is social business girl. I have so many accounts. So I'm like, which one, which one? You can give them all. <laughs> social business girl is my Instagram account. And then naturally so pod is the podcast Instagram account. And of course the name again for the podcast is naturally social podcast. And then on Twitter, if you want to hear my nerdy talk, it's Carla underscore Rivera. <laughs> and can you spell that? Definitely. It's Carla with a C, C-A-R-L-A underscore or Rivera. So I always say river with an A at the end. Oh, that's perfect. I love that. Yeah. Well, I have to say thank you so much for joining. And I can't wait to just watch your journey unfold and your podcast. I love what you're doing and keep it up. Guys, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate and review, share with your friends and stay tuned for next week with another Love What You Do woman that is lighting the world on fire with her passion. I hope you liked this episode of Your Next Stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends, and join in each week.